So when Matt Pippen writes a book, the self-help <laughs> book or whatever, whatever it is, right? It's going to be called Small Victories. Yeah. Dude, I love it. Like, cause you talk about it all the time, and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of joking, but I'm pretty serious about it too. It's like, I, I, that's just your your thing. Is you like figure out a way to have little victories. This is the Twenty One Twenty Podcast. For each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about. And we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. Oh, no, I, you know, like the positivity thing is, I think is a big one. You know, you, you get to decide every single day when you get out of bed, whether you're going to have a good day or a bad day, you know, and now there's, there's factors that come into play that make things easier. You know, when you wake up and the sun is basically, you know, peering through your window and like hits you in the face, it's like, oh, it's sunny out today. Like you instantly get this different, this feeling of something in your body that now like you're jumping out of bed where it is more difficult when, you know, there's no sun and it's cloudy and your room's darker. And it's like, oh, do I really want to get up? And like, look at the clock and oh, I could sleep in for another hour. And, you know, so like that, that's, that's how it starts. But at the end of the day, you're body your brain dictates good or bad you know it'll, it'll tell you like if you want to feel bad today i can easily start thinking bad thoughts and guess what happens like i'm i'm frustrated this sucks or you you get out of bed and you start thinking good thoughts about oh the sun's out it's gonna be nice 50 degrees this is awesome and like one thing it's like those wind those wins that you want in your life one after another after another after another before you know it, you're just you're just winning all day and you look back oh man what a pretty goddamn good day you know yeah, but it's all based around that first thirty seconds of you opening your eyes, going, making that decision to yourself: Am I going to have a good day or am I going to have a bad day? And I think there's so many things right now in our world that you you could easily just get sucked right back into. Well, it's going to be a bad day because our world is struggling right now. Instead of saying, "Nope, screw it, it's going to be a good day. Let's figure it out and, and make it happen," and I think you know the, the more people you get around that are like that. Like you just constantly just have good days, you know, like my girls are, they're all, they're all doing great right now. They're all having fun. They're all interacting. They're, you know, Addie might still, is Addie still in bed? Yeah. Addie's still in bed. You know, like, <laughs> well, like it, it is what it is, but at the end of the day, like they're up, they're playing. Lainey's got a workout in. She's already had a classroom session. Like we could easily be doom and gloom, you know, but no, the windows are, I physically opened all the windows on the back porch and the sun is peering in. Like it's going to be a great day, but we're going to make it a great day. You know, that I think there's a lot of um, validity to, to everything you just said. And, and the one thing that comes to mind is the difference between happiness and joy. You know, uh, happiness is kind of like an external thing. You, you're, you're happy because something happened to cause you to be happy, whether that was somebody said something funny, gave you a gift, surprised you with something, or you see something on TV that just like puts you in that mood, right? It's an external thing. It's a reaction. But the difference with then is with joy, joy is a mindset. Joy is something that you can choose. And the thing that I find the most beautiful about joy is that um, there's people that I've met before that just have this incredible joyful spirit. This, uh, you know, it's just exudes from them. But they're in some really bad places, you know, like maybe they are terminally ill. Maybe they are going through something like a divorce. Maybe they've lost a job or they're struggling financially. It could be all these things. And yet they have this joyful attitude around them. Like 
that just brings out the best of you. Like it, it's so, um, it's magnetic, you know, when you, when you are around somebody who is that constant joy and they have that strength and, and belief that there is good and they see the good and they don't dwell in the, in the negative or the bad, man, that's powerful stuff. Yeah. It's an, it's a, it's a different outlook on life, you know, and I don't know where it comes from or how you, like how you just force yourself to think that way. But I mean, it's super easy to have a negative happen and go up. Well, my day just got screwed over because of this. And like those people you're talking about go, yep, this, this stinks right now, but there's this, you know, there's always that other side of, you know, it's going to be okay kind of thing. And, um, God, I, I, you know, I love those people because, you know, you, you, they make you better just being around them because no matter, no matter what you throw at them, there's still a smile on their face. They're still, yep, let's get it done. You know, no big deal. And they're taking steps forward. And, you know, those are the people that you want on your team in times like this, where no matter what happens, like there's, you know, they're still going to be awesome for you because they just have this mindset that, you know, it's, it's not going to change them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I couldn't agree more. You know, um, here's, here's one of the things that, uh, I, I took away from a networking meeting that I was on this morning. Um, there was a health and wellness coach on there and, uh, she was talking about affirmations and as a tool, one of the differences that she talked about was really the mindset of the difference between these two phrases. So here they are. I am versus I will try, you know, and, and her point was, is that when we say I am, it's like, it's already happened even. So, so her point was, if you wanted to say, lose 30 pounds, uh, when you say I am the weight that you're shooting for, there is something that starts to happen inside your brain. And it's this constant reminder that you've already done it and it changes. Like, should I go grab, you know, the beer out of the fridge for, for my evening meal or should I drink water? Well, that starts to impact that. Should I go grab the cookie or could I grab a carrot stick instead? Whatever it might be. The, I will try mentality is like a recipe for failure because you've already told yourself there's an out that, that if I don't do it, well, I'll try again tomorrow. And it's like that pervasive excuse that just kind of comes into your life. So the affirmation of I am is super powerful. And that's something that, that, uh, that's a skill. Like that's something you can learn. It's not something that you have to be born with, you know? You know, I, you know, the, the try statement is, you know, with my girls, when they have that, well, I'll try, that's all I'm asking. Let's let's give it a try. And together we're going to make it happen, you know, because, you know, in, in, and it's not just like my girls, it's, you know, business too. I don't, I want people just to, to give it a shot. You know, I think you could be a million dollar seller. I, I want you to just give it a shot. And, you know, the, I will allow that to fail if I'm not involved. But now sure. since I'm involved, we're going to, we're going to succeed together because of it. So no, I love the, I am. And, um, you know, I'm going to try to do new things every day. And, you know, you kind of blend both, both those things together. And like, you just, you have, it's, it's a, it's a mindset thing, hundred percent. You know, it's, you know, do I, like you talked about the, the beer and the, or the water for dinner, like, man, sometimes the beer is going to be good, you know? <laughs> right. And right. It, it's a, it's a win for me to have a beer today, but you know what, at the end of the day, if I understand that I probably should be having water, 
but I'm going to have a beer today that will force me to do something different down the road because of like kind of the, oh, what you call it, not the wind, but the, the little treat, you know, I deserve a beer today because I did this, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to celebrate that victory. So, yeah, I, you know, I think life's all about, you know, I talked earlier, small victories every day, whatever that looks like for you, the more you win in a day, <laughs> the long-term W versus the loss column is you have more wins than losses. So when Matt Fippen writes a book, the self-help <laughs> book or whatever, whatever it is, right. It's going to be called small victories. Yeah. Dude, I love it. Like, cause you talk about it all the time and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of joking, but I'm pretty serious about it too. It's like, I, I, that's just your, your thing is you like figure out a way to have little victories to create that momentum. And every single day, here's what it could look like. And just the cumulative effect of it. Yeah. You know, it's, um, thoughts popped into my head about my, my business right now. And we've had so many victories January through the first of March, whatever that, whatever that looked like, just, we were just winning in our store right now. And then this happens and completely like, here's a, here's a huge long list of wins and this major loss comes right down. And, you know, did we take steps back? Yeah, we did take some steps back, but like, we're back to winning again. You know, we're having fun and, um, you know, it's, it's celebrating victories when you, when we have those and, um, you know, but man, like coming out of this, we're going to be better because of it. I feel because we're just, we're back to that winning mindset of implementing new things and trying this and, 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 and doing that. And, um, man, like let's, let's start winning again. So yeah, I do like the, the book idea. I don't know if I'm completely sold on that. Nobody's gonna want to read a book about me, but, uh, but yeah, it's like live your life that way. Like every day, like find those victories, whatever that looks like and celebrate those victories. Joy, right? Joy's infectious. It's contagious. And it's weird to use that, the irony of using a word like that right now in, in the pandemic times. But, but joy is one of those things that it's, uh, it's magnetic and people are drawn to it and they like it. But, but the reality is, is that pessimism and negativity are also the same way. And one of the things that gets me excited when I look at, you know, who am I going to work with to help them build a culture um, and to create a like thriving workplace is what is it already like? You know, is, is it a spirit of positivity there or is there a lot of toxicity and negative thinking around there? If that's the case, I'm probably going to struggle to work with them. I can help them change that, but I know it's going to be a lot different. If there's already a place where the positivity is the norm, um, it, it makes my job a lot easier and we can accelerate much, much faster to get them to another plateau or, you know, to another level and then kind of rest, evaluate, and then keep going forward. Why does that happen in some places and in other places, negativity happens. And the word that I come back to on that is simply accountability. There are organizations filled with leaders who allow willingly or, or unknowingly for negativity to happen. They don't take care of it. They don't have the hard conversations. They don't, they don't squash gossip or other types of, you know, toxic behaviors. But the companies that uh, don't tolerate that is because there is an accountability major there that says, hey, that's not who we are. That's not what we're all about. Letting go of, uh, of some of that baggage at times comes down to the word of, you know, accountability, which that's not how we do stuff here. 
And if you allow it to happen here, it's probably going to, you're going to take it home with you too. So one of the, one of the best benefits of creating a, a workplace that, that is filled with what's possible and positive thinking and opportunity is that that does come home with you also. And so then that starts to bleed into your family and who knows from there, because you maybe you're coaching a little league soccer team or, or you're volunteering at your church or wherever you take that in there as well. Yeah. You know, you, you don't allow the bullshit in right. your workplace. Now that's, you can't have that as your, your slogan that's on the side of your wall. But, you know, I think in, in some cases, the businesses that do allow bullshit, like you talked about, there's no accountability there. They, they allow drama to happen. They, they feed into it sometimes, you know, because, you know, when you're surrounded by that negative, that negative atmosphere, it's super easy to get sucked into that. You know, it's, 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 it's even easier to get sucked into the negative side and it's harder to be more of the positive, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, it's, it's not just business. It's, it's school, you know, it's, um, elementary, I think of like little kids that, you know, a little guy gets knocked down by a bully, knocked his books out of his hands and people start laughing. You know, it's super easy to feed into that because there's more people laughing than helping that kid pick his books back up. Hmm. You know, so, uh, when you don't allow the bullshit, nobody laughs, you know, everybody stops what they're doing and they pick up a book and they hand it to the little kid. And, you know, one guy steps in and actually picks the kid back up and hands him his backpack or whatever that looks like. And, you know, you can transform that into to business. You know, when someone is struggling, you don't talk about, ha Jim's struggling today, man. Like he really sucks. No, we let's help Jim get better today because of it. And, um, when you don't allow bullshit, your business thrives because it's part of your culture now. You know, when somebody comes in that has a negative thought, you look at them like, what are you even like, what? We don't talk about that here. Let's, right. let's fix, let's, you, you just squash it right away. And, you know, that's, that's not easy. You know, it's, it's when you hire someone new, it's easy because they have no idea because it's just not part of, part of what they, they're, 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 they're getting pulled into. But when you have a 10 year, a 15 year, a 20 year veteran that's been around it for that long and it's been there, it's super hard for them to, to get past it because they've always just been immersed in that. So, yeah, find ways to get rid of the bullshit and, um, you know, make it a, a positive work environment. And man, I tell you what, I guarantee you, you're going to see increases in crew morale, production, sales. I mean, it, it all just naturally just falls into place because the spirit of the store is in a good spot. Mm, absolutely true. And, and you know, what's cool about what you said is it doesn't matter what industry that is. You, you know, you touched on a few minutes ago, like, at, in a, in an elementary school. So it, it doesn't matter if it's an elementary school or if it's a, a, a large retail store like you run, or if it's a small office of three to five people, manufacturing floor, the government for that matter, you know, it can apply to every place. And, and that's what, um, that's what gets me excited because you see pockets of that. And um, like, I, we're all drawn to that. Those are the kind of places where people want to work for. And, and in a setting like that, what a great problem to have is that you have 10 really great candidates for one opening instead of having one opening with a list of three that you're like, well, which one do we settle for? Yeah. That's culture in action, man. That's, that is the incredible value of having that kind of culture when you create it man the 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 second piece of of it then is leaders have to be really uh disciplined 
uh, I think actually the word I want to say is vigilant around protecting it. Culture is a moving target. And so you, you have to have those guidelines. You have to create those opportunities for it to flex a little bit because sometimes it can flex in a good way, but it also has to, to uh, you have to pay attention to it just like any other key strategy or any other key metric that you're measuring. Yeah. You know, I want to live in a world where there's too much positivity. You know, I, I mean, you, the, the TV's off right now, but you turn the TV on and you flip to four or five channels and I guarantee you four out of that, those five channels will have something negative about, Oh, there's another death today. Or there's, we have another breakout here. I mean, there's all this negative that's wrapped around because these news channels are trying to outdo the other channel to find the best, you know, the, the best story to be that, that written, that bad headline to draw people into it. When man, like if you had a commitment that we're going to, we're going to air 10 episodes today on 10 different topics, but you know, eight out of 10 are going to be based around positivity. We're going to drop in two that are going to be, this is, we, we need to talk about this because this is what our world's dealing with right now. Like it just changes the mindset of what is going on. And you know, when you use the word vigilance, yeah, like I love the word vigilant, like we're not going to, have negativity in our workplace and we're going to stand behind this. And if you say something negative about so-and-so, I'm going to squash it right now. We're going to fix it together. And then before you know it, you, you work in an environment where it's just based around positivity and great things. And it just like back to that, the, the culture word, it's just there and it's always going to be there going forward. And you know, the, the hiring process, so whatever that, you know, whatever it is, it's just, you're immersing them in this level of positivity that no matter what happens, we're going to find the good in everything and we're going to figure it out together. I think the truth in what we're saying is it's definitely possible. Uh, you and I have both seen it. Um, you and I have probably at times, I know for me, speaking for me, I've, I've helped uh, my clients navigate that change. Listen, it's, it takes work, right? It takes, it can take a lot of work. And so once you get there, there's something that though, that's kind of interesting, you know, the, one of the laws of energy says that the energy can never be like a hundred percent, right? So if I spin something friction and just, you know, it degrades, right? Yep. There's an interesting thing with culture though. You can create more energy from it. It, it begins to, to not only self-sustain, but self-propel. That's, that's the mark of like very few businesses ever get to that level. That's like rare air, but that should be like a goal. Like if you're doing really good, like how can we, how can we make this so strong that it's, that it's virtually indestructible, which I don't know if that's really true or not. Cause we are humans, but just that ability to scale. So you could, wherever you're at currently, if your business especially is growing, if you want to scale up, you've got to create a culture that will scale ahead of the complexity of the business. Otherwise it's not going to work. Yeah. You know, I, you know, your idea of energy and it can't be at a hundred percent. And, you know, I, I think it, I think it could be, you know, I think of, you know, when you have a crew of people that completely understand the premise of what we're trying to do. And we want to be at a hundred percent every day. When my energy level drops to 90, you're still at a hundred percent. So overall our battery is still completely fully charged. You right. know, what happens is when you, you know, when, when your team starts getting negative and you start losing your battery starts getting sucked away and drained, then yeah, your, your major battery, your, your, your company, your culture battery, then you're at 90% now and then you're at 80% where the goal is to keep as many people on your crew at a hundred percent. So the day that I come to work and I'm struggling, and I'm at 75. I have so many people that are at a hundred that it, like, we're gonna be fine. 
and it's going to be okay because we're, we're still heading in the right direction. So, you know, get everybody fully charged. Um, you know, the, 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 the crew or the team member that is having a 75% or a 50% day, like find ways to get them, you know, recharged again. And, you know, that overall battery of business and, and life stays hundred percent and we don't, we don't have to worry about it. So we've been talking about how to maintain a positive attitude, how to maintain a positive outlook, how to create a positive culture and, and all the benefits from that. So I'm Jim. I'm Matt. <laughs> See you next week, guys. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for topics, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at 2120podcast at gmail.com. That's the words 21 spelled out followed by the numbers 20podcast at gmail.com. We'll make it easy and include a link to that email address in the description. If you're enjoying listening to two guys take a random topic and talk about it for 20 minutes, hey, it would mean a lot to Matt and I if you would rate it, write a review, and share it with others. Thank you again for tuning into the 2120 Podcast.